From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. If you start to feel a little loopy after today's show, it's for a good reason. Yes, there will be loops all over the place. Rob Landis is our guest today, and he's playing violin accompanied by, well, himself with a loop pedal. Some of you are saying, yeah, I know all about that. And for the rest of you, we'll get you up to speed fast. Rob Landis is an award-winning violinist who started playing at three years of age in Orem, Utah, he was definitely on the classical track, performing in the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles on the Disney Channel with the Disney Young Musician Symphony Orchestra, founding a piano trio that performed throughout his teenage years. Then when getting a master's at Rice University, Rob began covering rock and pop music, playing with a loop pedal, which he uses to create intricate arrangements of popular music. In April of 2016, he won the Next Big YouTuber contest at CVX Live. That's Utah's largest YouTube convention. Yes, there are such things. You're going to hear some amazing, intricate music. We'll talk about how it's played. And we'll start with a song that also kind of started here in Utah from Imagine Dragons. Here is Rob Landis with Radioactive. Thank you. 
That's Radioactive played live here in studio on Highway 89. Imagine Dragons, you know that song, Radioactive. Rob Landis, great job. Thanks so much. It's great to be here. So for those who are listening on the radio and not seeing you tap the pedals, you're creating element by element, layering, layering on top of yourself to do that. Yes, I am. It's, it's a lot of fun. Do you find you a little more, uh, well, maybe you already had a lot, but do you find respect for what rock players are doing and guitar players without all their pedals managing that during a show? Uh, I do, and I really, um, it was amazing because I didn't realize that you could hook up um, a, a violin, an acoustic violin like I have, to pedals that um, rockers use. Even the distortion pedal there. Right. Even distortion pedal. Nice. So um, I just never looked into that. I was always had had my head forwards toward um, the uh, the classical track, like you had mentioned earlier, and started seeing. Uh, I saw a YouTube video of, of of a violinist using a loop pedal, and I thought I've got to, I've got to get into this. <laughs> so we'll talk about classical uh, training and, and music in just a minute. But you have spent a little while. We're before Thanksgiving of 2016 here. Soon will be released. But a video that you're shooting in a hot air balloon flying over. Provo, Utah. Yep. So a, f a couple of questions. First, do you take your actual real violin up that high? You're worried you'll drop it? Do you take a like um, a, a practice violin? No, I took, I mean, I took the violin that I normally use for everything. And that's just because, um, I mean, the weather was good and I was, I was up there and it's, it probably sounds terrible to say this. Yes, I do have insurance on my instrument and I do love it. Um, <laughs> but I, I definitely held on to it tightly while I was up there. Although I was, I, I was almost so scared. I didn't want to play. <laughs> Had you been up in a hot air balloon before? No, it was my first time, but I had been skydiving twice. And so I okay, kind of so thought, the whole plummeting stuff you'd already dealt with. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was still I was still nervous the first little bit of the of the flight, but it ended up being great. So you go up, you've got a speaker there in the where's the cameraman? <laughs> well, we were in a we were in a pretty small basket and there uh -huh. was actually a um, a local um, hot air balloon uh, company that took me up. So their name is Lucky Star Balloons and and Doug Cannon was the pilot for me and we had Doug as the pilot in there, and then me, and then the videographer. He and I were almost knee to knee. I mean, mm -hmm. we had some really close shots there. He um, he did a couple of shot, a couple of takes while he was in it, and um, we also did some sh shots with a drone that mm -hmm. was flying around the uh, the balloon. Oh, that makes sense. But what we did first is we dropped off that videographer um, on the ground, and then we shot those drone shots because we didn't really want you know three people in the in the shot. So. <laughs> ended up being great. So now you're up there at altitude. What's the temperature like? It wasn't too bad. Because usually violinists, they're always warming up their fingers before they start playing. Right. Well, fortunately, I wasn't recording the sound while I was mm -hmm. up there. And so it could sound however it needed to be. It just needed to look good. It just needed to look like it was in sync. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's Thank a, you. And the, the piece is What a Wonderful World. That, yes. that we're going to hear in just a minute. But first, let me ask you, because that is very different than the days that you were practicing your violin for hours a day. Yeah, exactly. And that's, um, you know, I just, I decided I wanted to do something different. And actually, after I finished school, um, I took a job with a software company because I wasn't sure how I could make it in music and um, just, you know, needed to get on my feet financially. Um, but then, like I said, about two years ago, I saw this uh, loop pedal video of a yeah, violinist using yeah. it, decided to experiment and um, released my first video and away we went. Well, let's, let's hear this piece. We're going to okay. hear uh, 
this is going to be, oh, well, lots of us know Louis Armstrong singing this, because once you've heard him singing, it sort of stays sung in your mind that way. What a wonderful world. And you can be looking on Rob Landis's YouTube page. That's Rob, and Landis is L-A-N-D-E-S. You'll find some great videos, including one he did in Thailand recently that I thought was actually pretty cool. Kind of a collaboration with a pianist and some some atypical instruments for the Western Orchestra, and Erhu and some others. It was pretty cool. So are we set? set. We're going to hear this. This is What a Wonderful World.
That's what a wonderful world. Coming to you from Studio 6 here at BYU Broadcasting, Rob Landis. Uh, Rob, so beautiful. Thank you so much. And the thing is, you may have you may have branched out musically from classical, but you were using every bit of the technique on right. a piece like that. Right, yeah, and that's something that I, I'm, I'm really proud of. I'm really happy of that I'm able to use that training, but to bring it to um, you know mainstream, mainstream songs that everybody already knows and loves. And that video, by the way, will be released November 18th, which uh-huh. is the Friday before Thanksgiving. Very nice. We'll be watching for that. Now, you, you have an original composition called Beyond the Dark, and... I've just wondered when, when in all of this you started writing. Did you think, well, now I can do anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it actually, so, so you know, nothing, um, I, I've been able to do a lot by myself, but to really take it to, to, for me to be able to expand and grow musically in my career, I've had a great team of people around me. Um, my family's one of them. And another one is um, the record label I work with is called Arc Studios Media Group here uh, based out of Salt Lake City, actually. And I talked to my producer and he said, you know, you're great at covers. You can arrange really well. It's time you do an original song. And I had never written anything original by myself before. And I was, I was kind of scared to do it. And he said, look, I'll, I'll help you with it. We'll just we'll work on it together. You know, you already have the skills because you've, with, when you arrange things, you have to come up with new parts yeah, anyway. Exactly. So he was able to help me with that. And so I'm excited for that original. And that was filmed in Fantasy Canyon, Utah. I've seen some pictures of that. I had never been there somehow. Most people haven't. It's it's actually it's very out of the way. It's it's outside of Vernal, mm-hmm. and uh, as you uh, on your way there, it, as you get closer and closer, you see more and more oil derricks, and you think you think you're going the wrong way. And so, if you guys, if you want to check out Fantasy Canyon, don't be thrown off by what you think is you know the middle of nowhere. You're going to get there, and it's it's amazing. It's incredible. For anybody who's been to Goblin Valley, it's kind of like that. Only the the rock is lighter, and it's much sharper. Yeah, edges everywhere. Edges everywhere. So we saw that someone had written to you. This must have been a fan who had watched what you were doing. They were asking, do you maybe have your music written out? What they were hoping, I guess, was that you had written out each individual part of any loop that you had done. And he said, I tried doing it just listening to the song, but it took me more than 10 hours. (laughs) Which, And then you write back, you were very kind. You said, well, that's impressive. No, I've only written out one of them. It's so time-consuming, and who makes anything off sheet music? It really is. it, it takes a lot of time, and sheet music is not where it's at. Right. Yeah, it does take a lot of time. And, and when, actually, when I write and I compose, um, it's kind of like how composers, a lot of composers will sit at the piano and kind of dink things out and get those tunes. Well, I need to have my violin in my hand when I'm doing that. And so I just mess around and, and see what I come up with. And then once I have done it enough, I end up memorizing it and just remembering where it goes. And at that point, it's like, well, there's no real reason for me to write it out until I get, there's a lot of demand. Yeah, I've you know, out. and I love how he says, would $75 be enough? <laughs> <laughs> Some people say, you could not pay me enough to write stuff down, so. Yeah. Uh, you do have your video, your YouTube channel. Be sure you check out Rob Landis on the YouTube channel, L-A-N-D-E-S. We're going to be hearing uh, some songs. In fact, you might want to check out his songs for every season. That includes Ghostbusters for Halloween, it's new one for Thanksgiving. There's a nice one for Christmas, I Wonder As I Wander. We're going to hear one that is just one of the prettiest melodies ever written. It's Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah.
That's Rob Landis performing on Highway 89. Hallelujah. You know, I read that your mother said when you were growing up that you guys only had to practice on the days you wanted to eat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's pretty much true. So, so uh, no one was too thrilled about practicing, at least at first. I actually, I hated practicing most of my, I mean, up until I, I was at least 11 or so. It was, I mean, it was a chore we had to do just like cleaning our rooms or doing homework uh, or anything else. So I read that it was your teacher, Vesna Grubman, that showed you, what did she show you about practicing that made you tolerate it and then love it? Well, what she was able to do is is break down the video or the, the um excuse me, the, the way to practice. There were seven different ways to practice a, a specific passage. And so that included everything from making sure the intonation was right to making sure the shifts were right, all, all of the technical things. And by the end of that, I realized how quickly I mastered those passages and they sounded, they sounded great. And I love doing it. So, so, you know, seeing that success made me excited to, to do it more. Yeah. Well, when you perform at schools, you really do inspire kids. Uh, we love this. Someone posted online, Rob came to my school. He performed this song in front of us, and I immediately went home, subscribed, and started practicing the violin for three hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, we know the parents are thinking, whoa, what did that man do on stage? <laughs> so you must get reactions like that all the time when you're performing for kids. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, there was a, there was a week um, back in March or so where I went and performed for 10 or 11 different middle schools and high schools um, because I was in this next big YouTuber competition uh -huh. and I needed their votes. So I would go to their school and play for them and asking to log on and vote for me. Um, but yeah, the reaction is is amazing. I, I love it when people, um, and that, that kind of reaction is when it inspires them to practice more or, or not even, hopefully not even um, just music, but hopefully to go and, and, you know, work on their hobby or their whatever they're excited about and just get disciplined for it. Nice. To pursue excellence in it. So one more question before we hear you play, which uh, you wrote that you met the founder of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, started talking about electric violins. Tell me, tell me about his violins. Well, he's been, so Mark Wood has been making violins for um, the last 30 years, and his violins actually look a lot like an 80s um, electric um, guitar flying V style guitar, uh -huh. but it's, but it's on the shoulder and it's really cool. The way he made it is there's no chin rest. It frees the head and the neck so you can look around uh -huh. as you play. And, um, they also, he makes violins that have seven strings. So they go much lower. So it's, it's essentially combining like a, a viola, cello, and bass together. In so you're going to get one of these. Um, yeah, well, I'm hoping to get one of these soon. <laughs> that would be a lot Well, I can't fun. wait to see you playing it. We're going to take a minute. We're going to go out with a song that uh, I don't think anybody pictures classical violinists doing because this is from the, the, uh, the August Library of ACDC. And we're about to hear Rob Landis doing Thunderstruck.
Thunderstruck by ACDC, created layer by layer right here live in studio by Rob Landis. Rob, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. You know, it just expands, just like you do with the YouTube videos and with the appearances so that you do it at, at schools and in concerts. It really opens your mind to possibilities. And that's what I'm hoping to do. It's been so much fun to do this, and I, I hope I can, I can do that for people. If you are listening at home or if you just caught part of the show or you'd like to hear it again or share it with someone, you can do that so easily. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. And follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. The show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.